Oh, oh, that's sick. Oh, fast Jesus. Forward, Jesus. Fast, <laughs> fast forward another week and another Christian studies lesson. And I've received strict instructions that I have to say something in my house to clear the spirit energy. Welcome to Overdrinks, your new favorite podcast with the sisters you didn't know you needed. To the overdrinks <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> house of horrors. So we've got a little bit of an exciting thing happening this month because we're obsessed with Halloween. It's freaking bats. I love Halloween. <laughs> so every episode for the entire month of October, we're going to be doing Halloween themed episodes. Yeah. So a little Think bit like spooky. Eerie, spooky, aliens, UFOs. Mm. Anything purses. that makes you feel slightly uncomfortable, we're going to do. Yeah, we're going to put into your ear holes. Did you say purses? Purses. <laughs> All some, the ugly ones. The ugly purses. Oh, you know, the things that nightmares Old are made Facebook of. statuses. <laughs> curses. Like oh, a, curses. A, a, a stories of curses and stuff like that. Curse you. Witches. Anyway, all of that. So it's going to be a very fun month. We're excited. Are you excited? <laughs> Doesn't matter if you are. Doesn't matter if you are. this bloody time Exactly. Before. If you don't not with it yet. If you don't not with it. <laughs> you don't know what it's about. You do now. Yeah, so stay tuned for that, guys. It's going to be a fun month. We love Halloween over here. It's our favorite holiday. It is. In fact, I love Halloween so much. More than Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> No, I loved it so much that my seventh birthday party was a Halloween party. And my birthday is in June, by the way. And I had a Halloween party and I went as Wednesday Adams and I took it so seriously. You went full method, <laughs> started sleeping like her and everything. If you see the photos of it, it's so funny. Like I'm wearing this black wig with like the plaits and my face is all like white and everything. And in every single photo, I'm doing like a really serious pose. And I'm seven, but like <laughs> not even smiling. So funny because when I was seven, I looked 14 and I still look 14. Yeah. <laughs> you do though. You look so young. I hate when people think that we're twins and everyone always assumes I'm the older twin. The older twin. The older sister. Yeah, they either think we're twins or they think that you're the older sister. Mm. And I love it. Yeah, it's good for you. It's not good for me. Let's get into the episode. So this week, we're doing ghost stories. We ask people to write in if they've had any, like, interactions with ghosts or any ghost stories. And some stories about Ouija boards and possessions Mm. and fun things like that. Some stories are a little bit, like, lighthearted and some are, like, fucking creepy. But we're also, we were like, we weren't sure whether to put these stories in because we weren't sure whether it was for this episode or the one when we finally, if we can finally do it. Talk about mum. Seriously, it's been long enough. I know. This I'm like, like over it main- now. It's not even <laughs> a sad story. <laughs> one of the main reasons we wanted to do this podcast was to like share this story with people. And- well, we did it because it, we want it to be a fun podcast and that's not going to be a fun episode. Exactly. So we're like putting it For off. us, basically. Anyway, we will. It is coming. It is coming. So we decided we're going like, to ease into it by sharing some stories of like, not really ghost stories, but like it's kind of like a spirit kind of connection thing. I don't know, but I can tell those stories. It's definitely now. one of those ghost stories that you want as well. Yeah, like- it's like a good ghost story. Some of these stories are creepy that we've got people writing in, but we'll start with like the nice ones. Mm. Before we get into that, though, what are we drinking this week, Chloe? A crispy 
glass of icy cold rosé. Schwartzy? Yes, it's actually my favourite bottle of rosé. It's my favourite rosé. And I do think it's absolutely delicious and amazing. Like maybe I have been influenced by the bottle. It's the bottle with like the glass rose on the bottom of it. It's so nice. It's called, and I can never pronounce this, but it's Gerard Bertrand Cote de Rosé. That sounds like a very Australian twist on a French (laughs) bottle. No, it's French. No, I know. I'm saying your pronunciation is a very Australian twist. Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah. So it's my favorite. It's our favorite. It's my favorite. It's my favorite. Yeah, I like that as rosé. I don't really drink. I used to drink like wine before I'd go out on a night out, but then I realized it got me way too drunk. So now I just drink like. Oh my God. The last time. Do you remember that time that I came over to yours and you're like, are you drunk? And I'd have like two big glasses, like probably four standard glasses mm. of wine before it got over there. And I was like loopy as, and I kept trying to say to Chloe that I wasn't drunk. And, then and I she was, was like, doing that full serious, everything. like, no, no, close, seriously. I'm like not drunk. I'm not even drunk at all. And I was like, are you freaking kidding? I it's can so see funny. It it's like those memes that go around. It's like, you know that you're really drunk when you're trying to prove to everyone yeah. that you're not drunk at all. <laughs> well, <sighs> um, and I had been, I was in a rush. So you came over and I was like, just getting ready. Wasn't I? And yeah. so I was like dead sober and you're like <laughs> dancing around my kitchen. <laughs> yeah. I think I was dancing to Spice Girls. Probably. Oh no. Untouched by the Veronica's. Oh yeah. Where were we going? Just around there. All right, let's dive into this eerie, spooky, dark void. <laughs> I was just about to start singing. Dun, 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 dun. Wait. That's Harry Potter. That's not. I know. That's what I'm saying. Oh. It's not on theme. Yeah. I mean, it does have a bit of a spooky vibe to it. How's my like, high school friends and I? Mash. We did the monster match. Now that's the too monster. fun and not me. How's my girlfriends and I in high school used to prank? Shut up and let me tell this story. So in high school, my friends and I used to prank call people and we wouldn't say anything. We just play the Harry Potter theme song oh my God. and people would freak out. Like they'd get so scared. And what? I just thought it was hysterical. That is so random. It's not even a scary song. It's magical and yeah, beautiful. But if you're getting a prank call from a random number and no one's saying anything, it's just like, yeah. I'm starting to do the, uh, the Mr. Whippy song. Okay, we've really got sidetracked. Yeah. <laughs> Let's dive in. Okay, so starting off, the first stories that we'll tell is a few little things that have happened that feel like messages from mum, and it's like hard to explain it any other way. So the first one happened, it wasn't too long after she passed away, maybe it was like a month or... Well, the very next day, do you remember? I was going to save this for the episode we do about mum, but it's fitting for now. The very next day after she died, when all of our family and friends came over and stuff to help us with like the funeral and just to give us a hug and a kiss and be like, what the fuck? As you do. Well... After everyone left and it was just me, Lauren, Jade and dad sitting outside, this huge, so this was um, just after Christmas, obviously. And so mum had all of her beautiful Christmas decorations outside and this huge, beautiful dragonfly. I've never seen a dragonfly that big, first of all, and that it was like bright and sparkly. Yeah. It was like a vibrant turquoise. Yeah. It slowly flew around each of us really slowly. And then went and landed on one of mum's um, baubles. baubles. And I remember we were all like, what the hell? And we're looking at it. And we're like, oh, 
like, oh, guys. And we're like staring at it. And then it was kind of looking at us and then it like fluttered off. And I was like, surely that's got to be some sort of sign of her. I remember I Googled what it meant, obviously, because I was like, that's got to be some sort of sign. And it says the dragonfly is a symbol of advancement and transformation of the soul after death. It is viewed as a physical demonstration that the person has ascended earthly trappings, making it a symbol of rebirth. Isn't that beautiful? That is beautiful. I think it gave us like, it's one of those things as well that like you kind of need after something like that. 100%. All of these things that you experience as well could have just been the biggest coincidences. Yeah. But we like to believe that they're not. Exactly. And it becomes very like, I don't know, it's like important when those type of things happen. Do you know what I mean? It It helps you. It's like healing. Mm. So one thing that happened to me that was a bit strange, but like beautiful and you can't really explain it any other way was I think it was like a couple of months after her death or maybe it was even weeks, but I'd been doing really well. I guess I had been quite strong for everyone. (laughs) That was just amazing. (laughs) I had been trying to be strong for other people and like keep it together and stuff. We'd gone through like everything, like the planning of the funeral and everything. And then I just really, I hadn't like had a real big cry about it in a few days. And then I ended up like I sat up um, and I was by myself. Everyone else had gone to bed. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. And everyone else had gone to bed and I was just like talking to her. Like I often talk to her in the lounge room, like look at photos of her or whatever. And I was talking to her and then I was like really started crying. And I was like, I just need a sign. I need a sign from you that like you're still here or like you're okay, blah, blah, blah. Oh my God. And I was like bawling my eyes out. And then I kind of like recovered and I was sitting there for a while talking to her and stuff. And then I went into the kitchen and there was like dishes out and I started unpacking the dishwasher. And as I'm doing it, I looked down onto the floor and I was like, what the hell? And in the floor, so I don't know if we've mentioned this, we will when we do the episode about everything that happened, but she actually passed away in the kitchen in the exact corner that she'd passed away, like the exact spot. I looked down and I was like, what is that? Is that a smiley face? And out of water droplets, there was like a perfect like circle with a smiley face. Lauren sent us a photo. This isn't like a, like two dots that you're like, oh, I guess that's kind of a smiley face. It's literally like she got her finger and just went circle dot dot smiley face. Like we'll put the photo on the story because it's crazy. It's, It's really crazy. And the weird thing was, so when I showed dad, I was like, does this look like a smiley face to you? Like the next morning, because he'd already gone to bed. And he was like blown away because mum used to always, she was so funny. She used to always like draw little like smiley faces and little cartoon versions of her. Mm. And like, just, this is so random, but like, just say I'd be like having a shower or something. And she'd like slip under the door <laughs> a little <laughs> note with like a, her and this huge, like big smiley face version of her, like a little stick person and like a little note saying, how's the water in there? And stuff like that. Like just really random. <laughs> or things like leaving notes like, in the kitchen and stuff. Yeah. Just like super silly. Yeah. Just silly to like make you laugh and make you smile. And she was just like always doing cute stuff like that. And so it also had that kind of like connotation of like her mm, her like yeah her being silly and doing like the little smiley face drawings that she always used to do but yeah this is this was like crazy it looked exactly like a smiley face like i couldn't i'd never seen anything like it and they also say that spirits can connect through electricity, through electricity and, and water, water yeah. yeah and that brings me into the next couple of things that happened so then on the eve of her death this happened and we had our old dishwasher 
she used to complain about it all the time. She we'd absolutely all, she'd always it. been fixing it. She'd always been like getting in arguments with the, the handyman that would come over and like the dishwasher guy that would come over and fix it. And she'd always be saying like she could fix it better than him. And it was just like this funny thing with our dishwasher. And she mm. hated the dishwasher, always saying we need a new one. Anyway, on the eve of her death, the dishwasher breaks mm. and like will not turn back on and it it's like you're completely done yeah and it just happened to be that night like it was just before midnight mm. on the night before she passed away like a year exactly sorry not the eve of her death the eve of her anniversary of death so like before oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah sorry the eve of her death <laughs> she knew it was coming <laughs> no the night she before yeah so it had been nearly a year and it was like about to be midnight on a year since she'd passed and then another thing that happened was on mum and dad's first wedding anniversary after oh, she passed sure. away, we were, me and dad were like going to watch TV and the TV just broke, like completely it went, went all static, green and it? static and like you could barely see like an image properly and stuff. And so I'm like, what is going on? I was like, is it mum like trying to like mm. connect to you, like sending you like a happy anniversary <laughs> message anyway. And cause a few things had happened at this point. So we're kind of like laughing about it. And then I'm at the back of the TV, like trying to fix it. I'm like, Oh, maybe one of the cords has come loose. Like I'm stuck. Like, it's still weird, but like mm. there's probably when things like this happen to you, you're like, you want to believe it so much that you almost like, this can't possibly be mm. true. So I was trying to like, I was like, Oh, some like a cord's probably come loose or something. And I was like looking at the back of the TV and trying to fix it. And all of a sudden something came flying down from the top of the, we've got like this big entertainment unit. Yeah. Entertainment unit. And from the top of the entertainment unit, which coincidentally is where her ashes are. Um, something came flying down at me and I was like, what the hell was that? Anyway, I went down and tried to find what it was. And all of a sudden my eyes land on this little pearl. And I was like, what the fuck? Because when we were little, so a pearl, a single pearl is like so symbolic to our family because when we were little, mum used to play this game. It's also her birthstone. It is her birthstone. Mm. Yeah. Oh my God. I didn't even Mm. connect that. It's her birthstone. But when we were little, she made up this game called (laughs) the pearl of livability. No, (laughs) livability is not a word. She just made it up. It's called the pearl of livability. And basically she would throw the pearl somewhere in the room, like hide it. One of us would have to go and look for it and search for the pearl <laughs> while she tickled the other one. And so she'd be like tickling you and you'd be like, quick, find the pearl of livability and stuff. And I'll be searching for the pearl. Anyway, and then so I was just like, when I found this pearl, I was like, what the hell? It's like the pearl of livability. Mm. Like I couldn't believe it. I and sent it's it not to the like, girls. like we haven't found that in years. Like Yeah. And then also a little while later, so she has this Christmas ornament and it's like an angel that glows different colors. And I remember like one of the last Christmases, she like refound it. Like it had gone like missing and all the Christmas stuff like for a few years. And she refound it. And I was like, it's kind of creepy though, isn't it? Like kind of mm. looks like, cause it's just like a glass angel, but it's not very detailed. So it's just like a round head and like the wings and stuff. And I was like, I don't know, there's something like creepy about it. And she's like, what are you talking about? I love this angel. It's beautiful. <laughs> I'm like, lights up different colors. I'm going to fix it. And then you'll see. And cause we, she couldn't find like the batteries that went mm. into it. Anyway, she eventually fixed it and it like lights up different colors. But anyway, this was like a year after she'd passed or like over a year. Mm. And I was in the lounge room and I was like stretching and the angel was still up and it started glowing the different Mm. colors. And I was like, is that? And I I thought it was like, you know how sometimes something glass, yeah, I thought it was reflecting at first. And then I saw it was going different colors. And I went over and I was like, dad, what the fuck? Look at this angel. It's like glowing different colors. And I videoed it and sent it to the girls. 
And it's been going ever since. I'm a no When she says send it to the girls, she means just me and Jade. She's oh, yeah. like, send it out to all the, <laughs> yeah, send it out to the ladies. I was like, ladies, look at this. She's still with us. <laughs> yeah, send it to Jane and Chloe. And I was like, what the hell? This is so weird. But yeah, so quite a few like little weird things like that have happened. But it's not creepy at all because you're like, it's so great. Yeah. It's you want it to be happening. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But um, so there are nice little stories that ease you in. And now we're going to get into the spooky stories. Story number one. And the title of our first story. In God's name, I command all spirits to leave. Disclaimer, never, ever do a Ouija board. Oh, this is already, oh I'm like, my hair's I'm standing up. I'm already scared. <laughs> In God's and name. And wasn't that the scariest like, story you've ever heard? The power of Christ compels you. Yeah. The power of Christ compels you. Really, Jay? It's not that compelling. <laughs> oh, my God. We need to watch that again. We were in high school and the cool things to do on any sleepover with the girls was to do a Ouija board. I'm talking every weekend we'd reach out to the dead. <laughs> what the hell? To be honest, me and my friends went through a Ouija board stage as well. No, thanks. My, some of the girls did it in high school at school and it was just terrifying. So funny. Like a Catholic like girl's school as well. Dad's got that really good story about when he went to, um, when he was in college in America and they did a Ouija board and it ended up getting way too hectic. So they left and they came back. They were across the road from a cemetery. That's why they did it. And this town was like known for like their spirits and it was all a really creepy town. And so they had, you could buy Ouija boards for sale, like in all the stores they had them at the front. Anyway, so they bought one and they went back to their room to do it. Anyway, they were doing it on a glass table and they were like, are you a good spirit? And it went to no. And then they were like, are you an evil spirit? And it went to yes. And then it started, it was so strong. And dad was like, because at the beginning you're like, oh, is someone pushing this with their finger? Mm. But then dad was like, no, they all took their hands off and it just kept going so intensely. So they freaked out, got up and left and they went to some bar and they were like, no, you've got to do it with the right, blah, blah, blah. Like the people there were like, you've got to do it properly. properly. Anyway, they freaked out. They didn't go back to the room until the next day, I'm pretty sure. And they were doing it on a glass table and the glass table had scratches in it from how hectically it was going on there oh my god that's scary scary. i remember me and my friends in high school we used to break into this like me and elise my cousin and some of my friends of high school like our guy friends we went through this stage where we would like, there was this old abandoned broken down gym and we used to like after a party always end up back there with like break into it. Yeah. Break into it and like go exploring and stuff. And like one time we actually ended up, dad had this old school like movie camera, like the ones that like you see people like a full on movie camera, like you put it on your shoulder and everything. And we took it down there one time. We, we did like an MTV Cribs of this place. And it was like, hey, because there was like heaps of like, like graffiti and stuff. And mm. someone was like, this is my art that I had like commissioned, blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> so funny. Anyway, but we used to do a Ouija board in this broken down gym at like the, the middle fuck? of the night. See, I was just way too terrified to do anything know, like this. I loved all that stuff back then though. But nothing ever like crazy happened. It was just like freaked us out because of like the context. Mm. But yeah. Well, should we get into a story where something crazy does happen? Let's do it. All right. So I'm talking every weekend we'd reach out to the dead. Of course, there's always plenty of fun and games, people moving the triangle, but shit got real at one sleepover. Safe to say we're all rattled and had to go home. Think power outages, curtains blowing everywhere, pets running wild. You name it, the spirits knew how to throw a party. Oh my God. The next week. Power outages, that would be hectic. Yeah, so scary. The next week, we were in Christian studies class and ended up confiding in our teacher about our Ouija experiences. He went off. 
took the four of us girls straight out of the classroom, told us that we needed to go and pray and that we might have spirits attached to us and that we needed to cleanse our homes. Oh my God. The next weekend I'm at home and my brother comes out in the morning and tells me his iPod is playing up. I said, I'd take a look being the helpful sister. I am. Oh my God. I didn't realize that this was all, I know this story. I didn't realize it was set off from them playing the Ouija board. I said, I'd take a look being the helpful sister. I am. And we were checking out the iPod and noticed a recording on there. Oh my God, the hairs on my back are standing up. At this point in the Apple world, no one did recordings on their iPod. We press play and there's all this weird cracking noise. And then in the creepiest voice, we hear someone or something, I should say, say, fear me. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then straight away. I don't know this story. I know this story. I've heard this story. Yeah. She's, she's replayed. She's played me the recording. It's fucking terrifying. Oh, God. And then straight away, the iPod goes black and we can't turn it back on. Oh, oh this is sick. Fast Jesus. Forward. Jesus. <laughs> help us. Fast forward another week and another Christian studies lesson. And I've received strict instructions that I have to say something in my house to clear the spirit energy. That night I go into my brother's room and yes, I look like a loony. And I have to repeat three times as instructed by good old Mr. We won't say his name. <laughs> just because I don't know how to pronounce it. (laughs) In God's name, I command all spirits to leave. Legit, no joke, the next morning, the iPod turned back on and the recording had disappeared. Coincidence? I think not. What? I love that her teacher is sending her home to be like, I command thee to leave. (laughs) And that was the last of my Ouija board endeavours. Oh, creepy. Holy shit. I actually got scared. That me. Fear me, me too. Hectic. Fear me. Oh, God. Jesus. This is definitely scarier than our mum's stories. It's a good one to kick us off. Yeah. Okay, next one. My sister is a teacher and she sees a priest at her school all the time, like a ghost priest. Oh, that's kind of fitting with the last one. <laughs> One day I was sitting in her classroom and I saw someone looking at me through her window and I freaked out. And my sister, without looking up at me, goes, oh, did you see something? It's just the priest that used to live here. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Apparently her sister sees it all the time as well. Like she's got hectic stories about it. Crazy. All right, next story. When I was about eight or nine years old, I used to wake up a lot during the night because I heard noises in my room. I was super into spirits as a kid. To be honest, nothing has changed. But I would have these really vivid dreams as well. I would be playing with a boy who was a year or so younger than me, and I never saw his face, but I knew he was family. Normally, after my dream, something would wake me up like a tug or a jolt, and I knew it was him, but his spirit was in my room. So let me back it up a bit. I didn't have a younger brother at that time. I had two twin brothers, but the one in my dream and in my room was different. He wasn't real from what I thought. So this went on for a few months. I'd have dreams and then wake up and know his spirit was around. Oh my God, this is so eerie. One night I woke up and instead of feeling his spirit or a tug, I woke up to see him standing at the end of my bed. Finally, I saw his face and he looked almost identical to my twin brothers who were a bit younger than him. He had the same haircut, was skinny and small but he had a blue tinge to his skin. I wasn't scared. However, if it happened to me today, I would be burning my house down and sending myself to church camp. (laughs) But I said hello and I dozed off almost right away back to sleep. The next morning I asked my mum if I had a younger brother and she asked me why. 
I told her the dreams that I had been having and how I saw him last night and she got really emotional. Asked how old he looked and I told her. And she said she had a stillborn and that he would have been the same age as I described and that that was my younger brother. I never saw him again after I said hello. Oh, my God. That is so intense. Holy crap. That's so Wow, that is crazy. I feel spooky spookers. Spooky brews. Remind myself of Mr. G just then. (laughs) Spooky brews. Oh, my God. That's kind of like... It's kind of nice, but also... Yeah. That explains why she wasn't feeling scared when she saw him. Yeah. And she knew that he was family. Mm. Next story. The House of Sexual Ghosts. (laughs) Was Lucy Liu in there? Yeah. (laughs) Kesha. Okay. This house we lived in in Terry Hills was a thousand percent haunted. Terry Hills is an area of Sydney surrounded by bush and a little isolated. Just setting the scene there. I never went to their Terry Hills house. Neither. This is also the same house that the iPod story happened in. Yes. Mm. So a lot of spooky haunted things happened in this house. From the oven flashing help every night at 2am. Oh my God. Like, you know where the mm. numbers go? <laughs> oh my God. Don't, Lauren. I just looked in the mirror and I thought I saw a handprint. It's probably Ollie's hand. Oh, it is. He's all baby yeah. hands. That's okay. <laughs> you did see a handprint right there. I can see it too. <laughs> you can see like a hand outlining help. Okay. <laughs> From the oven flashing help every night at 2am to the tile with the ghost face, see pick, to the spare bedroom. We'll add the pick of the tile on our stories maybe mm. too. This wasn't just any spare bedroom. Every time you'd go into the spare bedroom, it was legit 10 degrees colder in that room. We had cats and dogs at the time and they would never go in there. Uh-huh. The poor friends and family that had to stay in that room, I felt for them. At least 10 people over the five years that were in that house told us that they kept waking up during the night and felt like someone was breathing in their ear. (laughs) What the fuck? Safe to say I never slept in there. The story of our spare bedroom became so popular in our friends and family that people wanted to stay there just to hear the breathing. Crazy people. Turns into like a tourist attraction. Crazy people. Make money off it. Legit. And a friend even created a Facebook page, Cullen's House of Sexual Ghosts. (laughs) Was quite the lol back in the Facebook glory days. P.S. The animals always know. Wow. Edge. (laughs) Imagine if we like listened back to this recording and it was just like. (laughs) Fear me. Fear me. Oh, jeez. No, it's more scary if it's just like a. No, that sounds like I'm giggling. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. (gasps) That's scary as Stop. I'm going to be so scared when I'm editing this. I'm going to be so scared to go to sleep tonight. All right, next story. I think I've had a few encounters with ghosts or spirits, but this one really solidified that it wasn't just in my head. I went to bed one night as usual, and a few hours later I woke up to this flash. (laughs) I went to bed one night as usual. (laughs) It was like a camera flash, but it filled up my room and had a green tinge to it. I woke up and to my amazement, there was a young girl's face at the top right corner of the room, just floating near the roof. Her face was a white green color and the rest of her body wasn't visible. It was just her face with a glow surrounding her. Oh my God. 
What I saw looked like a 12-year-old girl who I didn't recognize as having any relation to me. Oh my God. There's something about little girls. They're the scariest. The interesting thing was it wasn't scary at all. I don't know why, but I just knew that this little girl was just curious. She wasn't mad or trying to scare me. I rubbed my eyes so many times and kept looking around to make sure it wasn't just a dream or something. Eventually, she just floated away and was gone. I went to bed just thinking it was a strange dream or hallucination, even though I was awake long. In the morning, though, my brother came into my room and he was making bacon and eggs to see if I wanted any. I was shocked at how nice he was being. And then I remembered my strange encounter. I said, yeah, I'd love some breakfast, but I think I saw a ghost last night. He goes, are you serious? So did I. Was it like a young girl and her face was like this? He proceeded to make the exact curious, shocked face of the ghost. We both couldn't believe it. Yeah, so this experience has put me in the camp of ghosts probably do exist. That makes me, like, I think it's so much, it would make it so much better if someone else had yeah. experienced it. Because it's like, you don't seem like a raving lunatic. Yeah. Like, oh my God, etch. Wow. And it's clearly not a dream or a hallucination if someone else saw the exact same thing. Yeah. So. Oh, goodness. Goodness, goodness. Goodness gracious. Goodness. Help us, dear Lord. <laughs> Cleanse our souls. <laughs> okay. Next story. <laughs> Oh, God, don't. Okay, this is our last story. I'd been seeing this guy for a month or so, and we were on the phone chatting one night. I had just watched The Conjuring, one of my fave scary movies ever, and started telling him about it. He started getting all quiet and went a bit weird on the phone. So to lighten the mood, I thought I'd pretend to be possessed, like I just explained in the movie, lol. (laughs) I started saying in a horrible and laughable demonic voice, this isn't me. This is a demon taking over. (laughs) And he legit told me to stop talking. I thought he was joking and was about to pay me out for my pathetic possession impersonation. But boy, was I wrong. He then goes on to have an absolute go at me and tell me to never joke or do that again. And that one of his exes was possessed and he had to go through an exorcism with her. What? what the fuck? <laughs> oh my god! Wow. Well, there so was some edge. Imagine yeah. seeing your at the time. I assume they were together. Imagine seeing your girlfriend getting exercised. Exercise on her. Imagine your like current boyfriend being like, "Don't talk about that." My last girlfriend was possessed. Yeah, she that is crazy. Exercise. But if you saw that, you'd be like, "I know it would rattle it's you." It's not a joke. <laughs> Satan is real. It is. I don't know. It's like it is real. <laughs> Oh, God. I don't know. That was some fun stories, though. There were some fun stories. I've never really had any ghost stories that I remember unless my brain does this really good thing. If I get really scared or really upset by something, it kind of just blocks it out and I don't have any memory of it. Yeah. However, I get sleep paralysis all the time. And in some of those, it's like I'm in hell. They're fucking traumatizing. I wonder if that's like sleep paralysis or if it's really you're being touched by the Well, ghosts. it was way more common when I lived at home and I would always, and I, I wake up, it's like I'm awake and I can see everything around me mm. and my room as it is, all that kind of stuff, but there's just things in there. We've had two people die in our house now, so. Yes, let's tally it up. <laughs> I remember one time when I was really little, no one believed me though. I was watching TV in my parents' bedroom and I like felt something or heard something and turned around, looked behind me and from behind the bed, like under the bed, I saw a hand coming up from under the bed, Uh. but everyone thought like 
everyone was saying to me, it was probably your hand and like, blah, blah. And I was like, I would know if it was my hand. I was very young though. So no one believed me, but I'm pretty sure like I was little, I was like four or five and the hand was an adult hand. So it's like, you'd know if it was your hand, it was my little baby hand. My little baby hand. That was the room that our great nan passed away in as well. So terrifying. We're going to be doing haunted tours of our What about (laughs) (laughs) over to the public? I would love to get haunted by mum. She'd just be playing tricks the whole time. You're basically getting haunted by mum. I know. I've had a few things now. What about when you're driving up to the Gold Coast this time gone and Tom Petty started playing? Oh my god, yes. I I totally forgot about that story. Okay, so a few years ago when we're on holiday in the Gold Coast, we were waiting for dad. This was, this must have been a few years ago because dad was getting DVDs, I think. Oh, yeah. But we, like, when we were on holiday, like, we were going to, like, the last DVD stores to ever exist, I yeah. think. It's like, well, because a lot of the time they just had a DVD player and they didn't have, yeah. like, wouldn't bring, like, a HDMI cord and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so we're, like, in the car listening to music and the Tom Petty song, I Won't Back Down, was playing. And mum was, like, just totally grooving out to it. And I just thought, <laughs> we always were just obsessed with her and thought she was, like, the funniest, cutest thing ever. And so I was always filming. I think I've mentioned that on here before, but, like, I was just always, like, whipping up my phone and mm. filming her because mm. she was just so funny, all the stuff that she'd do. So I was filming her dancing to the song and singing to it, and it was one of our favourite videos of her mm. she was just, like, loving life. And then Dad came back in and she's, like, fully dancing to him and singing along. Anyway, and so then that was, like, a classic, like, iconic video, but then it turned into a really sad video after mm. she passed because it was just, like, totally like captured yeah. her personality and everything and like her I don't know her specialness and then that song became like I love Tom Petty so much but then whenever I'd listen to Tom Petty it would like remind me of mum mm. and that's been like the case for like ever since she passed like whenever I hear Tom Petty now which is a shame when like some of your favorite songs get like yeah. ruined but <laughs> bloody hell mum <laughs> anyway no and then so me and Selfish. dad are driving on the way up and we're just about to stop at the place that so um during covid we weren't allowed to leave new south wales obviously and in 2020 before mum had passed we ended up staying just below the border in kingscliff and i drove up with mum and dad for the first time and we stopped at this like little rest stop and we were about to stop at that same rest stop dad was like oh yeah do you remember this spot and i was like yeah i stopped here with you and mum and we both kind of like stopped and started thinking about mum mm. and then the next song came on we'd been listening to music the whole time nothing had happened the whole time just regular all of a sudden the next song comes on it's a tom petty song and it just blasts mm. like i'm talking way louder like like where it scares you you have to turn it down straight away like mm. way louder than the rest of the music and we both looked at each other and i was like what the hell was that mm. and was that we were talking about like tom petty connection and everything and it was just so strange i messaged the girls and tried to explain it and it was like just as we we're pulling into the rest stop that we'd stop with mom and like i don't know it was so weird but a lot of stuff like that has happened which is good i'm glad bring it on mom keep coming bring it on girl bring it on bitch give me your best shot <laughs> There was also, when we went away for a birthday last year, so the song Blinding Lights by The Weekend reminds us of mum and it makes us really sad oh, because yeah. she, she did that dance. to learn the TikTok dance. Yeah. She like really <laughs> had, like, footage of her. seriously wanted to learn that and practiced it and I have like <laughs> 20 takes of her practicing this dance and trying to get, first she's doing her own version and then she looks it up and like learns it and then she's like practicing it. It was so great at the time and now it's like heart-wrenching yeah. to watch. And that song just fucking triggers me all the time know, and it I always comes on when you're out too. Because it's such like a high vibe song. Mm. It's just like, it's traumatic now. Anyway, when we went away for her birthday last year, we thought it'd be a good idea to go away, just get out of Sydney for her first birthday without her. 
that was such a bad idea because we got up there and it was like the first time going away without her and you could just really feel her like absence. Because yeah. usually she's the one that's like, hey, you guys stay in this room and we'll stay in this room. Let's mm. do this. Okay, we're going to do this. Mm. And, and we're all just like walking around aimlessly. The like. morning of her birthday, we go to go on like a walk and we're going to drive somewhere and I'm late. So I'm like running to the car and everyone's already in the car and they're listening to the radio, which dad never listens to the radio as well. So even that was weird. And the song that's playing is Blinding Lights. It, like, just started as we got in the car. I was like, are you fucking kidding? Like, it's a common song and it's not that weird. But for the morning of her birthday, why are we even listening to the radio? Like... Yeah, stuff like that. But it's good, like we keep saying. We want it to happen. Mm. It's not like we're getting possessed by demons here. It's just, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry we got a little bit too dark or a little bit yeah, too scary. It was like a, um, a bit of a roller coaster journey, that one. Sure was. <laughs> bit of an intro into what the episode of our mum might be like. Yeah, easing us into it, talking about it. Like, I didn't cry. That was pretty good, telling those stories. <sighs> All right, so we hope you enjoyed that. Thank you, everyone, that sent through those amazing stories. Happy Halloween, bitches. Yes, happy Halloween. Stay tuned for a fun month ahead of lots of spooky tales. (laughs) We're going to freak you out. All right, cheers, bitches. We'll see you next time. See you next time, guys. cheers, goblins and ghouls and witches and wizards. I don't know what else there is. Vampires. Vampires, zombies. Zombies. Werewolves. Aliens. Aliens. Cheers, aliens. Cheers, aliens. (laughs) Cheers to you, aliens. See you next week. Love (laughs) y'all. That sounds more like Santa. Yeah, or like Dr. Evil. Oh, that's fucking ass. How did that even come out of me? You're possessed now.